Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Chav Beis. We are on Chav Aleph Amit Beis, uh, about 12, 15 lines up. Famous sugya, my Hanukkah. So the Gemara just mentioned that there are certain neighbors that you cannot use for Shabbos, and you should either are able to use it for Hanukkah, maybe during the week, maybe only on Shabbos. So that was the discussion on the previous daf. So the Gemara says, now that you mentioned Hanukkah, my Hanukkah, what is this Hanukkah? The Tanah Rabbanu, we have a b'risa that says, this is the b'risa found in Megillah's Tainus, which he mentioned in the previous shirim. The 25th of Kislev is uh, Hanukkah, Temanya Inun, there's eight days of Hanukkah, Deloy the Misfit behind, Vidaloy the Honest behind, and that was the classic uh, detail of something that was written in Megillah's Tainus, that, you should, that they are days that we do not fast on, we don't do Hespedim. What is specifically about this day? When the Yavanim came to the Hechel, they were all the oil in the Hechel. When the Beis Hashmanai became strong and defeated them, they only found one container of oil, that still had the Kaingadol seal on it, and the Rishonim explained that this was a proof that the Yavanim didn't touch it, meaning the seal didn't help it from becoming Tommy. It wasn't a Kashras seal, it just that that it showed that the Yavanim did not touch this because the seal was still intact. And they only had enough oil for one day. Nasa by Nase, and Nase took place. They had enough oil for eight days. And that's the famous kasha of the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef asked, why do we celebrate Hanukkah for eight days? If the, if the nace was only seven days, they had enough oil for the first day. The nace was only seven days. So why, in fact, do we celebrate Hanukkah for eight days? There are many, many teruts, and the Beis Yosef himself has, has a few that uh, perhaps they already divided into eight days, and each, and each day of oil lasted the entire night. So each day was a miracle. Or the fact that they found it was a miracle. There are many, many answers. So I and uh, your your uh, Hanukkah mesibas for other uh, other terutzim. So the next year, the Shana Harris, next year Kiva Umva Som Yam. Tell you the next year, the next Hanukkah Chafe Kisle. They made these days, these eight days into Yom Tov. Bahalav Vahida. That we say Halal and we uh, thank Kadosh Baruch Hu. We add Alanisim and by davening. What's not found in the Gemara is a mention of Suda. So the Rishonim discuss why there is no Chiv uh, of Suda. By Hanukkah, yet there is a chi of a suda for Purim, famous Terutzim, but we'll keep going. It's not Hasim, learned in a Mishnah. Gate Hayotim Tachas Hapatish Vyotzav Hizik. So this is a Mishnah found in Bavakama. So we have to change gears for a moment. Bavakama deals with Hezik when your property damages someone else's property. So the classic example, they didn't have automobile accidents. If they were riding Mesethas Bavakama today, it would probably be all about cars. However, in Mesethas Bavakama, they deal primarily with animals. So so the first example, not dealing with an animal, is dealing with a person, but the next example will be an animal. The first example is you are hammering away and a, 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 a gate, a, a, a spark, goes underneath the, flies out from underneath the hammer, and it damages someone's property. So the halach is chayiv. So the, uh, the one who's hitting the hammer, the blacksmith, he'd be chayiv. Other case, gamo, your camel, shatan pishtun vuayver b'shas rabim, your camel is uh, is is uh, carrying flax in b'shas rabim, v'nichnasa pishtani l'sechachanos. So obviously there's overlapping flax over the camel, so it's uh, it's uh, protruding from the sides of the camel, and the flax goes into l'sechachanos inside a store, the dolka b'nei reshel chenveni, and it 
it takes the fire, it gets ignited by the fire of the storekeeper. And then, after getting lit from the store's candle, so now the flax is on fire, the camel keeps walking, then he burns the next building over. So what's the halacha over here? Halacha is bal hagamu chayev. The one who owns the camel is chayev. You're responsible for your for uh, what, what your camel did. And in this case, the Rishonim explained that you overloaded your camel. You didn't want to you didn't want to pay for another luggage, so you overloaded your camel, and it was sticking out. The flax was sticking out, and therefore it got caught on fire. And it's your fault. You're a pashea. That's Case number one. Case number two, let's say the chenveni, it's his fault. The store owner put his candle outside. So then chenveni chayim, the chenveni is chayim putting his candle outside. What are you doing? Why are you putting your candle outside? There's going to be animals walking to and fro. It's going to get, uh, going to damage other people's property. Comes along Rabbi Yehud, and that's why we bring, bring this into our Gemara here, Rabbi Yehud, Ner Chanukah, Potter. Let's say it was Ner Chanukah. That Ner Chanukah, the Chiyav, is to put it outside. So in Chanukah, you'd be Potter, because that is normal for people to have candles outside. So then the Baal HaGamal should have known that there's going to be candles outside, because today is Chanukah, and therefore the Chenevani would be Potter. So I'm Ravina. Ravina says, Zoy say Meres. This, there's a riot from here that Ner Chanukah, Mitzvah, Lenicha, Besech, Hasara. That you must have put it within 10 Tvachim of the ground. Why do If you hold, you could put Ner uh, Hanukkah. Even above 10 Tvachim from the ground, Lemele, so why, can, why can't the, uh, let's say you have someone's property got destroyed by the fire, Lemele, he should tell the one who owns the store that why would you put your candle you know, at shoulder length, at shoulder height, you should have put it on top of the camels, the higher than the highest point the camels can reach, and therefore you would have been safe, so why would you keep it so low? So it must be, according to Ravina, that th- this is a raya, that you must have your Hanukkah candles very low, below 10 Tvachim from the ground. So the Gemara says, not a raya. Maybe if it was true that you would have to put the candles so high, so then, the people would not... Pe- will not fulfill this mitzvah. So therefore, it can't be that Chazal would have required, even if it's true, that you, you're able to put the Hanukkah candles above 10 Tzvachim, but it can't be that Chazal would have required everyone to put it higher, even you know the store owners, because people would end up not fulfilling the mitzvah, and this wouldn't have been part of the original Hanukkah, and therefore, the original Hanukkah stands that Hanukkah candles could be put lower, and therefore, the Chenevani is putter, so you have no raya where exactly you should be putting your Hanukkah candles, Lamaisa, we pass, at least it should be within, you know, below 10 Tvachim from the ground, above three, between three and 10 Tvachim. That's talking about if you're putting it outside a house, once you're putting it by your window, so that halacha, you know, according to most places, goes away, and you put it wherever you can by your window once you're, uh, that's what we do in Chutzlaret. Okay, I'm Rav Kahana. Darsh Rav Nasan Barmanumi, Mishmed Rav Tanchum. Rav Nasan Barmanumi, Darshan, in the name of Rav Tanchum. Let's say you put your Hanukkah candles 20 amas above the ground. Again, today, many people live in uh, high-rise buildings, so the halacha is as long as there's someone opposite you, you have, a, you have a building that's adjacent to you, or there's a hill, and people can see your candles, so it's not a problem. But typically, they didn't have such high buildings. So if you put your Hanukkah candles, 20 amas high, 30, 40 feet in the air, Pesula, it's Pasul, Kesukah, like the din of a sukkah, Ukamavoy, the din of a mavoy. We're going to see this in Erevin. One of the ways to be machshir, a mavoy, for carrying is you put a beam, a cross beam, on top of the entrance, 
So if it's so high, nobody's going to see it, and I won't be a hacker, so therefore it has to be lower than 20 amos. So the Pesach says, by when the Shvatim, they, they threw Yosef into a pit, it says, and everybody knows this from Rashi, from the fact that the Torah says that the bar was empty, of course, any of course I know that there's no water there. You just told me it's empty. That it's empty, but it's only in boy mayim. So mayim in boy, there's no water there. There were snakes and scorpions inside the pit, even though the you know Reuven and the brothers did not have this in mind, but they ended up putting Yosef's life at, at risk, and he miraculously was was saved from it. The mitzvah of Hanukkah is to put it by the tefach hasmuch lepesach, the tefach that's close to the doorway. Where should you put it? Put on the right side. Put on the left side of the door. You should put on the left side of someone going in, meaning their left. So I once heard from Rabbi Greenberg, Shlita, the Rabbi of Minneapolis. So he said that the the mezuzah is on the right side of someone going into the house, so you should remember that you're bringing the kedusha into your house, that your house should be full of kedusha, and the menorah is on the yamin of someone leaving the house, so it's on the small going in, but it's on the yamin of someone leaving, which is parsumenisa. But when you go out into the world, so you should be mafar same, you know, kavish baruchu, taira mitzvahs. So that's the Hanukkah's parsumenisa. So you mentioned this. This actually adds to the vart we said yesterday from Rav Cook that b'shas hasakana. When it's a sakana, whether it means amongst the goyim or a person's own personal situation is b'sakana. So maniach al shulchan vidaya. You don't have to start spreading Yiddishkeit. Sometimes you have to focus on your own home. So that's a similar vart to what we said yesterday, that b'shas ha-sakana maniach al shulchan vidaya. That's where you should be doing your parsumi nisa. Amar v'yudamar v'asi. Al shulahartis mois kenegin A person who's not allowed to count money can count your guilt using the nearest Hanukkah. What, there's no Kedusha there. It's not a Sefer Torah. Yet there's a minute to light candles. What does it do with Kedusha? So Maskev, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef, V'chidam Kedusha Yishboi? Is there Kedusha in blood? Meaning, there's a mitzvah of Kisei Hadam, mitzvah Sasei Daraisa. If you shecht a bird or a chaya, so you have to do Kisei Hadam. So, if you look, the time you went in the Pasuk, V'shafa V'chisao, the Pasuk, uh, has this uh, in the same pasuk as v'shafa v'chiso? So the Gemara Darshins b'mesha shafach. Whatever was used to pour the blood, to spill the blood, which was your hand by shechting the bird, that's the same hand you should have v'chiso and you should cover it. What does that mean? You shouldn't kick the dirt on top of it. Why? So your mitzvah should not be degraded by you. If you're gonna kick the dirt on top of the blood, that's how you fulfill a mitzvah. So so too. Even though it's not a seidaraisa, it's a mitzvah derabbanan. You shouldn't be using the candles to count your money. Shelo yehu mitzvah bezuis alav. So bo'amini merabi shuv malevi malis tapik minoy sukkah kol sheva. Are you allowed to enjoy or use the noy sukkah, your sukkah de- decorations, during Yantif? So the example they used to bring, they used to give, which, sorry, the example that the Mishnah is going to bring, bring from, uh, the Gemara is going to bring from a Mishnah on sukkah, is that they used to use fruit. So today we have our plastic grapes, but they used to actually hang up fruits and vegetables and all types of things for their noy sukkah. So the question is, can I eat it? Can I eat this chocolate hanging from my sukkah? So Amalahem, Hare Amru Asla Hatis Moi Kenegar Chanaka. They said it's Pashat. Of course you cannot 
enjoy your nice sukkah, your sukkah decorations. If you can't count money to Ner Hanukkah, of course you can't enjoy it. So the Gemara says, I'm Rav Yosef. You're answering a Shiloh that from a Raya that we just made up. Sukkah Tanya, Fakert. Sukkah is a Befeirish Brysa. Hanukkah Light Tanya. Hanukkah is not a Brysa. That was our discussion. The Tanya went to the Brysa and Sukkah. Sikkah So once a person already has, you know, a schach there, the itter of a kramim of a stinim and then you beautified it with all these types of curtains and linens and sadinim. So and painted things, uh, images. And you hung nuts and peaches, almonds, pomegranates, the parkile, another matarish shibalim, grapes and uh, shibalim and types of oats and grains. You had containers of wine or oil, olive oil. You have your nice little jars and slasos and flour. Still, topic, you cannot use it on sukkahs. On, on, on From his name, let's say you had a tnai. Many people do this. The first night of sukkahs, you know, they may, they may have a tnai that my sukkah decorations don't have the din of sukkah decorations. And they, could, they would be able to use it just in case something falls and chalamai, they could be busy with it. So the halacha is hakolafitnai. So at the end of the day, we see from here that that uh, sukkah is beferish b'risa. So Alam Rav Yosef, avua in the kula dam. You're right, sukkah is also a b'risa, but sukkah is also learned out from dam. How do I know that there's a concept of not using your sukkah decorations? That itself is learned out from kisoy hadam, that you're not supposed to kick the dirt with your feet. And you're supposed to sprinkle it with your hands. Same thing, all mitzvahs, you should not be you should not be using the mitzvah for your own personal use. Itmar. Rav Amar in Malikim Nalinar, a similar shiloh. Rav said you cannot use uh, one one Hanukkah candle to light the other Hanukkah candle. So therefore we have our we have our shamish. But let's see your shamish blows out. You cannot use one candle to, to light the other candle. Shmu Amar Malikin, no problem. Rav Amar in Matirin sits in the back of the you can't use tzitzit from one beged and attach it to another beged. A shmuel amar matir and beged the beged, no problem. Take tzitzit off one beged. Let's say you bought yourself a new talus with an atara and you don't want new strings and you want to use your old strings. No problem according to shmuel matir and beged the beged. Rav amar in alach kerb shimon begrira. Rav also said alach is not like shimon when it comes to grira, which is a, a concept of davar shenim mishavin. We'll get to that in a moment. With shmuel amar. Halacha k'rab shimon begreira. The halacha is like Rab shimon. We paskin that a davar shenim is chavin is potter. So Amar Abaya, ko mili demar of a k'rav. Anything that mar did, who is mar? Smar was Rabbi Barachmeni. This is Abaya's Rebbe. Look at Rashi. So ko mili demar, whatever uh, mar, which is Rabbi Barachmeni, used to do of a k'rav. Used to paskin like Rav, except for three things. The bar mehani plast of a k'shmuel, except for three things, which he paskin like shmuel. Number one, maliki min elaner. He said you could in fact light from there, from one. Hanukkah candle to the other Hanukkah candle, umatir in the bag of the bagot, and you could take tzitzis off one bagot and put it on the other one. Vaylacha karebi shimon begreira, and lachas like shimon begreira. When it comes to dragging things, the tani went in a bracer of shimon emer, goyer adamito kisivasav. So you let to drag a bench on Shabbos, even though you might end up, you know, making a charit, you might end up doing something. Actually, as long as you didn't have kavana to make a furrow, so it wouldn't be a psik reish, it, wouldn't, it would be a davr she'in mishavin. Rav Shimon holds a davr she'in mishavin. If I did not have kavana for the result, I, I was walking down the street and a light turned on, I didn't have kavana for that, you're putter. So we're going to see throughout Shabbos that there's a concept of moidir Rav Shimon b'psik reish. If it's automatically going to happen, you know that as soon as I open my fridge, the light's going to go on, then even Rav Shimon agrees, even though you have no kavana, I don't care about the light, it's still out, sir. But if it's if it's a suffix, if I'm not sure that the light's going to turn on, 
So from here, uh, as long as you didn't have kavana for it, so then it would not be a problem. So that is where he held like uh, Shmuel that we pass in like Rav Shimon. Yosef ahumir abonin kamid rav adabar halva v'yosef akarma. They were sad and they said the following. Time of the Rav mishum bizui mitzvah. The reason for Rav's din that you cannot use one candle uh, to light the other candle is mishum bizui mitzvah. Is only mishum bizui mitzvah. It's a bizoyin to the mitzvah. Now, the only way it will be a bizoyin for the mitzvah is when you use an, uh, uh, a match or another candle to light your second candle. But let's say you were lighting, let's say uh, you're on Hanukkah, third, third night of Hanukkah, so you're lighting three candles. So let's say you lit the first two, and now your shamash blew out or something. So you, so you would be allowed to take the third candle and light that directly from the second candle. That wouldn't be a bizoy mitzvah, because I'm using it for the same mitzvah. That's not called a bizoyin of the mitzvah. The only bizoyin of the mitzvah would be if I lit a different candle from my second candle, and now I use that candle or that match to light the third candle. So they ask the following. Do we say time of the Rav, Mishum Bizu Mitzvah? It's only Mishum Bizu Mitzvah. And Rashi explains there would be a heter to do directly from candle to the other candle, as long as you do not use a match or a wood chip. Don't listen to them. The problem is, it looks like you're taking away from the first mitzvah. So even if I use a, a, uh, the same exact, even if I take from one candle to the other candle, I don't use a match, I don't use a stick in between, still it looks like I'm taking away, I'm diminishing from the original oil. So it's called machish mitzvah, and that's, Ra- that's Rav's problem. Okay, so the Gemara says, my benayu, so I just explained it, but we're going to see the first Gemara, my benayu. It could be benayu to come mad like me, shrug or shrug. The difference would be if you're lighting directly from one candle to the other candle. If you hold, the only problem is it's a bazillion of the mitzvah to count your money next to the candles. So me shrug or shrug like So to use one candle to light the other candle for Hanukkah, that's not a bazillion of mitzvah. No problem. But madam mishum achushi mitzvah, it looks like you're taking away from the original mitzvah. Also be also to take from one candle to the other candle. So that is the Tutsudadim to the Shiloh. So Masiv, Rav Avya, Rav Avya asked the following kasha. It says like this, Sela shall Maeser Shani. Let's say you have a Maeser Shani coin. Let's say you want to weigh it. So let's say you, well, you want to weigh something else. So you have a Maeser Shani coin, which you know the exact weight. You want to use it as a weight to weigh the din of these gold dinner coins, and you want to know how much the gold dinner coins weigh. So it's us, sir. Now, even if you're going to use these dinner coins for other Maishashini uses, which seem like that would also be a mitzvah, so you're not using it as a bazillion, you're using it for another mitzvah. So the Mishnah says, you cannot do it. So, if you tell me that keep ligi rav v'shmuel minel in there, that the only machlekes rav and shmuel is minel in there. I'll be keep, I'll be kinsa also shmuel. But when it comes to a to using a kinsa, which is a uh, a wood chip, even shmuel would agree you cannot do that because that's a design to the mitzvah. Hello, to have yifta. That would not be a problem because over here. In this case. You're using something else. The using something else f- before you use the mitzvah. So it would make sense why you cannot weigh your dinaries of using Meister Shani coins. However, Sure, if you tell me that Shmuel holds that with a wood chip, I could still 
uh, I could still be Malik Minerlinar. So even though there's an intermediary, uh, there's something in between. I'm taking from one candle, I'm using a wood chip and I'm blending the other candle, and still Shmuel holds his mother. How to have it Yufta. So I understand. This Brysa says I can never weigh Din Rezov, even to be Mechalal of Maeser Shani Acher. I can never weigh Maeser Shani coins. Uh, and I can, I can never weigh dinner coins by using Meister Shaney coins. And it seems like you can never use Meister Shaney objects, even if you're trying to do another mitzvah. So, Maraba, don't bring me, don't bring me a proof. Gazero, the reason why I cannot use Meister Shaney coins is Shemelo Yechavi and Mishkalaisa. Maybe the weights are not going to match up. Maybe you're not, you're not going to end up using these dinner coins. You're weighing the dinner coins to make sure that it weighs a certain amount. And then you look at the, the, the scale, and it's off. So what are you going to do? You're going to take those dinner coins and you get a different dinner coins to use for your Meister Shani. So then I actually used my Meister Shani coins as a weight and I didn't end up using the dinner coins. So I used the Meister Shani coins as a weight and it was not Mishum Mitzvah. So therefore, don't say, no, I'm weighing it. I'm going to use it for a Mitzvah because you might not end up doing it. So therefore, there's a Gzeirah. Master Rav Sheishas, it says, that Aaron would arrange the... Uh, the uh, menorah. So the Gemara says, Now, do you need the light of the menorah? So Kaddish Baruch needed this light of the menorah. Kaddish Baruch had gave us the R throughout the 40 years in the Midbar. So, so what's the point of having the candles, Michutz Taparoiches, Ela Edus Hila Boy Adam. This is Edus, this is testimony, Le Boy Adam for all the people in the world. Shashchina Sharvi Yisrael, that the Shechina dwells in Klai Yisrael. What does this mean? My Edus, what is the Edus? Amarav, Zunem, Maravi, this is the Western lamp, the Ner Maravi, which is a discussion of where exactly this was situated, but this is the Ner Maravi, you put an oil, the same amount of oil as the other lamps, and you would actually light the other candles the next night from this Ner Maravi, because the Ner Maravi always stay lit, and with it, you would, uh, you would actually pre- prepare all the other candles first, and you would finish preparing the, the candle last, meaning it would last the entire day, and that was the nace. So this was the Chobayoylam. That was the purpose of this whole thing. So fine, that's the that's the Gemara uh, Menachas. So what are we trying to pull out from there? Since the Nerois were permanent, the, the, the uh, glass jars of the menorah were permanent. So how exactly did it, it says you use the western nair to light all the other nairs? How could you do that? You must have taken a wood chip and lit the other ones. So it's a kasha. So it's a kasha on Rav, right? Whether you hold the Palamos Mishum Bizumitzvah whatever reason you give for Rav, either it's a bazillion to the mitzvah to have ner from another ner through a wood chip, or it's lachushi mitzvah. The problem is, and even ner the ner would be a problem. Either way, it's a problem. How did you have the candles getting lit from the ner Ravi if that would be a bazillion or a kichush to the mitzvah? So it's a riot to Shmuel from the fact that you did this in the base of mitzvah every single night. So the Gemara says, Tirgamar Rav Papa, Bepsilas Aruchas. They were very long wicks. So therefore, it, they did not have to use an, uh, you know, a match or another candle in between. So the Gemara says, very nice. So if so, if you're right, the one who holds that the problem was 
using a match in between, fine. We, we avoided that. We don't need a match. The, the wicks were so long that you could take from the Nerma Ravi and you'd be able to light all the other candles without, without picking up anything, without using a match. However, but according to the one that said the problem was that it looks like you're diminishing the oil in the other nair, and it doesn't make a difference if you go directly miner the nair, it's still usur. You have a raya against that from this this gemara. What happened in the base of midrash? So the gemara says you're right, kasha. It's a kasha. So the Gemara says, my havilo. So what's the conclusion? How do we paskin? Can I light from there, there? Can I not? Let's see. If lighting the candles itself, that's the mitzvah. So my leaking me there, So then, no problem. But But if the hanacha is oisim mitzvah, ain my leaking me Then you cannot light from there, there. So there's a general hakira. What is the mitzvah of Hanukkah? Is it lighting the candle? So when you light the candles, that itself is the mitzvah. So when I'm lighting from one candle to the other candle, so then I'm doing the mitzvah. So then it's not a bazayan. But but if putting down the candles, that's what the mitzvah is, meaning I so the if I pick up a candle to light from another candle, at that point I'm not yoy to the mitzvah. So how could you say I'm, I'm doing a mitzvah, I'm using it for a mitzvah. I'm only yoytza when I actually put it down in the proper place. So then, in my leaky minelinar. Diboilu, we asked the Shiloh, halaka oisa mitzvah, oi hanacha oisa mitzvah. Which one is the mitzvah? Is it the lighting or is it the placing it in the proper place? So let's see. Toshma. Tamarava hayu tafush ner Someone who lit Hanukkah candles, he doesn't have a menaira, so he decides he's going to stand and hold it the whole time. So let us have He didn't do anything. Shmamina hanacha is a mitzvah. So it must be from here, there's a raya, that you have to put it down. You have to put it down in the proper place. The fact that he didn't put it down, he wasn't yaitza. So you see from here, the hanacha is a mitzvah. That placing it is what fulfills the mitzvah. So the Gemara says, no. Hasam. In that case, the problem is, haroya omer, the one who sees it says, let's circle who did not He's holding a candle. I don't know. He's doing badikas chametz. He's doing something else. He's Using the candle for his own per- personal uses, he's not lighting it for Hanukkah. For I didn't put it in a menorah. He's holding it the whole time. That's the problem. But maybe the truth is halakah is a mitzvah. We don't have a riot that halakah is a mitzvah. Maybe halakah is a mitzvah. But this guy is holding it, so that that's the problem. Let's do one more riot. Tashmat amarav halika b'fnim vaitzia. Someone who lights it inside and then he takes it outside and, and he puts it in the proper place. So the Gemara says, let also kolom do anything. So hold on. He was inside. He wasn't yoytz. It makes sense. You have to light it outside. He lit it inside. So that makes sense. He was not yoytz anything. If you tell me the hanacha, the placing it, that is the mitzvah. What do you mean? He put it down in the proper place. So isn't it a raya that it's Hadlaka uh, Oisimitzvah, because it was Hanacha Oisimitzvah, he Taka did put it in the right place after he lit it. So the Gemara says you have the same problem. Anyone sees is going to say the reason why it's the reason the reason why it's a problem is because anybody that sees this happening is going to say this guy was doing Badikas Hametz, he was doing something else in the first place, and now he's checking outside. You know, he's, he's using the light to see what he's doing outside, but he's not lighting it Mishim Ner Hanukkah. So the problem is. A Maris Ayan issue, it doesn't look like Parsuminisa, so that is why you're not Yotza. But technically, we don't have a Raya from there that it's Halakha Oisa Mitzvah, maybe the truth is Hanacha Oisa Mitzvah, but this case, the person ruined it because it looks like he did not light it for Hanukkah candles. Okay, Yashar Koyach.